Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet blogger and proud mom to four boys, Monica Swanson, animal advocate and founder of The Kitten Lady, Hannah Shaw, and investment banker and author, Oren Claff. The life lessons these authors have to share will appeal to everyone, from animal lovers to parents to business owners. Plus, discover which author was inspired by the audiobook Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Enjoy. This is Monica Swanson. I was inspired to write my book by the experience I had raising my four sons and just having such an adventure of raising them, learning so many lessons, and then the response I got from sharing what I learned on my blog and realizing how many moms out there really wanted to grow and have more wisdom in raising their own sons. If I had to describe my experience recording my audiobook in one word, it would be exciting. It was exciting just because it's something I had been dreaming of since I wrote the book, and I wasn't sure if I'd have the opportunity. And so it just was a really fun adventure to just experience what it's like to read the words that I had written. I realized I had trouble pronouncing a lot of people's names who I had quoted in the book. I think as I wrote the book, I thought I knew. In my mind, I said it one way, and when we looked up how their names were actually said, I was completely wrong on many of them. I also realized that just a lot of words were difficult to say. After reading a lot, you realize that some really simple words can really trip up your tongue, like familiar. <laughs> I'm excited that listeners will get to hear me share some of my stories from my heart in my own voice, and hopefully they'll get to feel the emotion that came with it. As I've been writing my own book, an audiobook that I have listened to more than once is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And that just really inspired me in my writing process, especially as I fought through my insecurities and nervousness. I just really enjoyed that book as a creative. I usually listen to audiobooks either while I'm running the trails near my home in Hawaii or on long car rides. This is Hannah Shaw. I was inspired to write Tiny But Mighty because of the great lack of knowledge and resources for neonatal kittens and orphaned kittens and just the general lack of awareness of this need. Tiny But Mighty is a book filled with information and inspiration about saving the lives of the tiniest and most vulnerable felines. So creating this book is a dream come true for me, especially, you know, I'm somebody who is constantly teaching people how to save kittens in very short form formats, you know, like I'm doing YouTube videos or an hour or two hour talk. This is a long form 300 page book that really says everything that I have to say and shares everything I have to share about kittens. Recording the audiobook has been an absolutely incredible experience. I mean, first of all, I was paired with an engineer and director who are awesome cat ladies. So every time we take a break, it's like we can't stop talking about cats and animals. So it's been 
a really very sincere feeling experience. I feel like I've been able to stay in the core of why this is so important to me. And that means that sometimes when I'm reading it, I've been like cracking up or like starting to cry. But I think that hopefully that's good because it is sincere. It is genuine. I, this is my heart on the page or, you know, in audio form. Oh, gosh. There's so many words that you think you know how to pronounce, and then all of a sudden when you have to read it, you're like, wait, what? I say this word all the time, and now I'm like, how do you pronounce this word? Oh, gosh. There were several. I mean, you even find yourself questioning, like, normal words that you say all the time or reading a sentence and going, did that make any sense? I mean, it's long hours. It's a lot of reading. And then, you know, some words have different ways of pronouncing them, so... Some people say immunocompromised. Some people say immunocompromised. Which one's right? Maybe we'll never know. But you know what? You have to make a decision about how you're speaking. And, you know, that's what we did. So I do think that I feel much more eloquent after this experience because you have to be in order to record an audiobook. But, yeah, it really challenges the language center of your brain <laughs> when you're trying to read this many words. I feel pretty happy with the narration, mostly because I was able to really stay present for it. That was what I wanted, was to be able to stay present and feel like I'm really in what I'm saying and not just reading, you know, because I wrote this book and I experienced all of these things and I care about people learning about this stuff. So I feel pretty proud that I was present during it. I have to say my most exciting thing about it that I can't wait for people to hear is the kittens because <laughs> I had kittens with me during this so we were able to capture some really beautiful like high definition purrs and meows and I can't wait to hear that because I hear it all the time but I don't usually hear it in this quality of sound. Honestly, if I had to have someone else narrate my audiobook, I would want it to be somebody who was also involved in kitten rescue. There are some really amazing and high-profile people who do this. I mean, Beth Stern, she is a huge kitten rescuer and a great, well-spoken advocate who is also an author. So maybe I would have her do it. But really, I mean, you can't speak to somebody else's experiences the way you can speak to your own. So I was definitely glad that I was asked to voice my own audiobook. And I've actually found that I love listening to other people's self-narrated audiobooks now. It's a very intimate feeling thing to listen to. The last audiobook I listened to was the Busy Phillips book, This Will Only Hurt a Little, and it was great. I feel like I know her now. Honestly, truthfully, I've never seen anything she's been in, but I heard that her audiobook narration was great. And leading up to mine, I wanted to hear what was so great about it. And what was so great about it is you feel like she's your best friend by the end of it. You feel like you are there with her experiencing all of these things that she's gone through. And she gets pissed in it. She laughs at herself in it. She gets emotional. And you really relate to it. Like, actually, I have to say, listening to her audiobook made me even be more reflective on things that I've experienced. So I loved listening to her audiobook, and it kept me company on the last trip I did. I travel all over the country teaching workshops for animal shelters, and I was just on the East Coast a few days ago. So that whole cross-country trip, Busy Phillips kept me company on. <laughs> it was great. I do most of my reading when I'm in transit because it's a great time to just relax, and I mostly read print books, but I have recently started listening to audiobooks when I'm traveling, and it's great because 
I don't want to just sit there and watch the movies that are on the airplane. They're not always the greatest thing. And you can choose from so many different audiobooks to listen to. So definitely on a plane is my preferred place to listen to an audiobook. This is Oren Claff, the author of Flip the Script. I was inspired to write this book in some ways because my agent kept calling for years and saying, write another book. But I didn't feel it was time until I had seen thousands of companies as clients and worked with them and seen how they pitch and how they sell and how they communicate their ideas. And I worked with them and found these principles in this book really made a difference. And so then it became time to write it all down, get it out, and the second book sort of appeared on its own. If I had to describe in one word the experience of recording my audiobook, one word, right? It would be bittersweet. <laughs> it is incredible to get these ideas down in your own voice in the way it's intended to be communicated. Right? The sweet part is you get to use the inflection in the stories, you get to describe the characters as they really happened in real life, and you get to communicate as if you were talking to a friend. The bitter part is that it is hard work, but at the end, it's mostly sweet. It's funny because going into this reading, I felt like I was pretty good at the English language since that's basically the only language that I know. But apparently, most words I don't know how to pronounce correctly, like conspiratorially, and the, especially sort of those English-French words like monsieur. But I was most discouraged to find I couldn't enunciate or pronunciate or pronounce. I don't have the lady here to correct me right now. But I couldn't enunciate my own name correctly. That made me a little bit sad and confused. But at the end of the day, having somebody work with you and make sure you get the pronunciation correct is a great experience. One of the things I'm most proud of in this book is that there's a concept called the flash roll in which you give very technical information at a high rate of speed to help buyers appreciate that you're an expert in a technical topic. And so having given six or seven flash rolls, maybe more, maybe 10 flash rolls in this book, you're giving highly technical information spoken very quickly about a technology or area that I'm not an expert in and getting those done fast, technical, and completely. I'm pretty proud of having done that. I listened to a lot of audiobooks going into this, and the guy that I just seemed to bump into the most by accident, because he just seems to narrate the kind of books I like, which are basically war, thriller, and Navy SEALs, is a guy named Ray Porter. He's awesome. And then whoever the guy read Sapiens, let's get him next time. He seems pretty good. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Uh, truthfully, they help me not to be mean, but they help me go to sleep. <laughs> Bad Blood is a good example of the cliche ones that are very popular, and I listen to those. But if you want to off the grid, very enjoyable, open up a new area you might not be familiar with, The Lions of Kandahar, I thought was very good. I do love listening to audiobooks, and I find it's best if you can get somewhere where you have sensory deprivation. 
So I have all this complicated stuff, this thing that goes over your eyes and you can't see and you're completely blacked out. And I have this beanbag. It's a very long body-length beanbag and it just molds to your body and you feel like you're floating in space. So with headsets, the eye patch, and the beanbag, it's complete sensory deprivation and you can just travel to the world that the audiobook is in. That's what I love doing most. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.